Hello, friends, and welcome to Project Milburn, an actual play podcast using the Kids on Bikes roleplay system by Hunters Entertainment. I'm Shelly, and I'm your game master, and also the conduit for the story of Appalachian mystery and government conspiracy, brought to you by our players, Atlas, Cameron, Emma, and Robert. So now, dear listeners, sit back and relax while drinking a can of Sprite Remix, and enjoy Project Milburn. Dear listeners, to Milburn Springs, Tennessee. Population 706. Nestled quietly in the Appalachian Mountains to the northwest of Oak Ridge, Milburn Springs, or the Mill, as the kids call it, is a small town, both like and unlike any other small town that you've ever known or heard of. It's a place where everyone knows everyone and everything that happens within the closed borders of their small town. The year we begin is 2003, but while the rest of the world is caught up and taken in by the fast technological growth with their camera phones and mp3 players and their MySpace accounts, Milburn Springs lags behind, their location not being viable for the construction of cell towers or the installation of internet connections. Still, the residents of Milburn Springs flourish in their own rights with their well-known logging industry and reforestation practices. We begin, dear listeners, near the outskirts of town at a one-story house with green shutters and a sizable garden. A sign promoting that the house is powered by Ponder County Electric stands proudly in the front yard despite the fact that PCE is the only electricity service available. We go inside and we begin with... Cameron, can you please describe your character for us? Uh, My character is Jason Roderick Jr., also known as Hot Rod. He plays a variety of seasonal sports, and he's, uh, he's a big old jock. And he's dumb and moody but uh he secretly likes poetry he wakes up in the morning every morning 4 a.m and he has uh oatmeal mixed with egg whites that he cooks in the microwave it's high protein and it's also disgusting and he eats it every day (laughs) and he puts on a black hoodie and crummy old tennis shoes covered in mud and a pair of gym shorts that are very ratty. And his dad drives him to school early so that he can uh, do his morning weight training and conditioning classes. His father, uh, Jason Roderick Sr., is also a jock. He works at the electric company, uh, just a office job in a cubicle he does triathlons in his free time so he's always training he's always running or swimming or training all the time and he has a lot of high expectations for himself and he definitely enforces those onto uh onto jason 
Okay, so on this morning, November 2nd, um, as you're getting ready to leave for school, um, you walk through your house um, already starting to get dressed, ready for your oatmeal and egg white mixture that you make and your dad is like waiting to take you to school. And you walk into the kitchen and your mother, who's usually not awake at this time, she usually likes to sleep in a little bit because she is, she does work part-time at the Piggly Wiggly, the only grocery store in the town, but she is also stay-at-home housewife. She cleans, she cooks, she does all the things. But this morning she is waiting for you. She's in like her pink fluffy bathrobe, her hair's still in curlers, you know how it is. And she looks at you and as soon as you walk into the kitchen with a big smile on her face says, Jason, baby, how are you? Oh, are you excited for school today? Uh. Aw, <laughs> still a little tired. You know, you and this getting up at 4 a.m. thing, like I don't, I just don't understand it. But no, it's something that you really love and I'm really glad that you do stuff that you like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and um, you hear your father honking outside, trying to get you to hurry up. And your mother like looks at the, towards the window at him before looking at you and then walking up to you. And she she grabs your face and like squishes your cheeks like she hadn't done since you were like a little kid. <laughs> and she says, I love you, son. Have a good day at school. And I'll see you later. I love you too, Mom. And she kisses your forehead, and but in like the multiple like kind of way that like embarrassing moms Mom. do. <laughs> and she pats you on your cheeks again and lets you go. So you arrive at the school and go to the weight room. Are you the only one in the weight room, or is there someone else with you, like your teammates, a coach? Hmm. Or is it there's just a coach. you? There's a coach and there's two other teammates. Okay, that are, that are there with me. Who are the teammates? What are their names? Um, Josh and Joe. Josh and Joe. Great. And perfect. Josh, Joe, Jason. Jason. Triple J. Perfect. So J Squad. J Cubed. <laughs> no, that's too dorky. It's the never, early 2000s. They Everything never. is dorky. <laughs> so you walk into the weight room, and it's probably around like 6 o'clock now, just enough time to like get in some reps or whatever it is sport people do um, before taking a quick shower and going to class. And they both yell at you from their miscellaneous workout machines, What's up? They go, What's up? <laughs> J-Squad. J-Squad! Um, uh, is there anything that you would like to do specifically for this morning workout? Or is there anything you want to like, you want to have a conversation with a coach about something? Or... I do I do uh, high volume squats, so I do like, you know, four sets of twenty squats. So my legs are just fried and I'm tired. You know, it's like I'm just like that's how I start pretty much every day. Is I do like a lot of work, so I'm like really tired throughout the day. You know, the way teenage boys are kind of lethargic anyway. He's just extra because he's just like sore and just like kind of like ugh, you know just like out of juice already and josh and joe were the exact same they're trying to match you like yeah, squat yeah, for yeah. squat weight for weight um, exactly we like josh off each other's energy yeah josh is holding up pretty well you usually go like match for match but joe he's a little bit slower he's like newer to the team he's the and everything. one yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um and then eventually the bell rings at 7 45 and you go to class and then we move to the opposite end of town not far, merely five miles away from our first house and past the city limits, 
to the town dump. More specifically, to the single wide trailer with a faded red roof and a rusty brown and beat up old Big Dooley Chevrolet truck parked outside with a hitch attached to a trailer with some of yesterday's trash still inside. Inside the house, we find a man, Mr. Gilbert Boy, and Robert, can you describe your character for us? My name is Humphrey Boy. I am a 12-year-old annoying child. I'm a bit overweight. I got fat little cheeks. I wear Crocs. I have a nice tan cargo shorts but a stain a stained like white tank top. I have a very poorly shaved head as if done on a dare. So, it's it's not as early as Jason gets up in the morning. It's probably around like 6 6:30. You have just enough time to like get to the bus and then get to school. Um, you walk into your kitchen in your cramped little trailer and your dad is just sitting at the table uh, rubbing like the bridge between his nose um, but when he hears your footsteps he looks up and he says morning hump how are you oh I'm great dad how are you I'm doing fantastic um hump listen son today is gonna be rough because it is, um, you know, the the anniversary um, of your mom, you know. Yeah, she went to Hollywood. Yeah, son. Yeah, she she went to Hollywood. She's a big time star now. Um, but everybody in town does know, and I know that the kids on the bus aren't that nice to you. Um, so just keep a stiff upper lip today, okay, son? Okay, Dad. He nods solemnly and stands up from the chair and, like, pats you on your, like, misshaven head and, like, rubs it and before, like, pulling back and, like, shaking his hand a little because of the weird feeling of, like, the scruff and the bald spots. And he walks outside and it takes a few seconds, but you can hear, like, the old clunker of a truck just before it finally, like, kicks in and you hear it pull out as he goes on his normal trash route you head to the bus stop. It's a little bit of a walk for you, but it's fine. You're the only ones out here and Milburn Springs is a safe town. There's nothing really that goes on. And at the bus stop, there is a couple of the kids who live out there. You know them, of course, you've known them for years. So at the bus stop, you see Seth and Peyton. Um, they're two siblings. They live like down the road from you. Peyton nods and he's like a couple years older and he's like trying to be like the cool kid at school. So he just does a little bro nod, but Seth, who's a couple years younger than you, runs up and he starts like poking at you, like ha 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 ha, hump 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 the dump, and just like trying to be annoying. What do you do? That's my name. He continues like trying to needle at you and like try and make fun of you in the way that little kids just like intensely know how to do, where they always like manage to hit your weak spot, but you just let it brush off you. Um, and then the bus pulls up and. The three of you get on, and it's a little—it's a little crowded. Uh, there's only like one main bus for Milburn Springs because there's only like one school because the town is so small. And you sit in your your seat, and you feel someone like grab the back of your head and like slam you against the bus seat in front of you. Hump the dump, hump the dump, hump the dump. What is going on? <laughs> It's just to say hi, Hump. You know how we are every morning. Hey. <laughs> and the kid that's doing that, his name is Ricky. You know, he's he's been like, he's a year younger than you, but in your same grade. And he's always been 
a jerk to you because his family lives on the other side of town in like the nicer area and he always he's just that kind of person <laughs> don't call me that and he's gonna like slam your head again before you say, yeah, is there anybody like anything you want to do on the school bus before you get to school or like anything like right after you get to school that you would like to do or just want to like head straight to class and get ready for the day when i get to school i want to i want to look through the bushes outside okay um what what specifically like are you looking for just anything shiny anything shiny okay give me a cool bug. <laughs> a uh brains roll Difficulty of a strong one. difficulty of four. Which one's your brains? This one. I got it. <laughs> I just got the dice. It's a seven. Oh, hey, great. So, um, successes and failures like go along a sliding scale, and you succeeded like well beyond. So, um, hiding in the bush, you find. Um, so, looking around, you do find um, it's. A little charm that's broken off of a bracelet, and it is a little princess-looking crown with um, fake pink rhinestones, like on each of the tips of the crown, and it looks like it was broken off of a uh, like regular charm bracelet. Cool. Want to eat it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me a grit roll difficulty <laughs> of ten. Oh, this is impossible. What is it? <laughs> yeah, you can explode. Um, if you roll a six, you get to roll again. I got one. Okay, so uh, you really <laughs> fail. Um, what color? Yellow. Here's yes. your two tokens for that epic failure. <laughs> epic fail, bro. You like put it in your mouth and like you like tip your head back and like drop it and like you're gonna swallow it, but as soon as it like hits the back of your tongue. I just vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you just absolutely vomit. Like it just hits something, and you turn over and kneel over in that same bush and just like hark it up. And then whatever you managed to eat for breakfast that morning, and um, in the pile of your lovely colored vomit for this early in the morning is the little princess charm still there. I guess I'll just pocket it then. Still covered in vomit. I'll wipe it on my shirt. Okay, great. So your shirt has vomit on it now. Great. Okay, so with your new acquisition and your new stain on your shirt, then people around you are, you know, laughing a little because Hump the Dump threw up. You walk into school to begin the day. Good, great morning. <laughs> Let me just... <laughs> I didn't think that we would be in. with vomit in the first 18 minutes i'm gonna be honest you shouldn't be surprised yes be surprised okay finally we head back to the middle of town on a small street with not one not two but three different two-story houses we stop at the middle one made of brick with a wide porch you can almost smell how new it is some of the windows even still have their plastic on them We'll start in our second biggest bedroom, because it has three. And, Atlas, can you please describe your character? So, Sid is still, like, under the covers. Like, pulls the covers down, and what you see is this girl with just really choppy black hair. You can tell that it was cut very quickly and not with much care. 
it's about shoulder length. Uh, she's got hazel eyes and like a smattering of freckles across her face. She's already dressed because she slept about two hours last night. Uh, she's wearing like a graphic t-shirt with like a long sleeve shirt underneath it with like, it's got like a striped shirt. She's wearing like older jeans, kind of like, not the best jeans, but they're like nice enough because her dad bought them for us, so they're like nine, but she like drew on them a little bit to like make them edgier. Uh, she gets out of bed, walks over to her, um, she's got a board, very <laughs> red strings attached to, there's like only like four pictures on there, um, and one of them is of her mom, of Hump's mom, and then like a building that she's not sure what, and then just a picture that she took like two weeks ago and it's just there she's like i need four i need symmetry they're all tied and there's words and stuff uh but she gets out of bed and um she has a picture of her mom on her bedside table uh and she looks at it and it's like it's been two years mom but i'm gonna get you back i know what's going on in this town and then walks out of the room Okay, in the hallway, um, you see your dad, Brian, uh, with his hand, like, ready to knock on the door. Um, he's got, like, a somber face on, but he, like, has looked somber, like, for longer than two years now, because he's just an older man. He recently worked, like, a hard, like, labor-intensive job, but since he's been recently promoted to foreman, he's kind of gotten easier, but he still never lost, like, the, the working union man, like, look to him. And you walk out, and his hand is, like, raised to knock. Um, when he sees you, he drops it. Morning, Sydney. It's Sid, Dad. How many times do I have to tell you? Right. Sorry. My bad. Morning, Sid. How are you? I'm good, Dad. How are you? I'm getting by. Um, can you please go wake your sister and take her to school today? Um, there is something, there was an issue at the mill last night, and I need to be there. What happened at the mill? Um, nothing big. Nobody was hurt. There was some vandalism someone came in and spray painted on one of the machines and scratched along the side of it with like a set of keys it was really weird so i'm gonna go and see if i can figure what out else right, what happened. a set of keys so there's like multiple scratches along the side of it from what they tell me yes i haven't exactly seen it for myself yet it doesn't sound like keys dad it sounds like claws kid this is I know we live in the mountains, but not everything is some kind of whack job conspiracy. Don't call me a whack job. I think it was a full moon last night, I think. Make a look, and like she goes to like get out her like moon tracker. She's like, dang it, it wasn't a full moon. I can roll out werewolves. And you hear him sigh, and he goes, just make sure you get your sister dressed, and you eat, and you get to school on time, okay, kid? Hi, Dad. I love you. Love you too. And then uh, he turns and leaves and you hear him like plod down the steps. And then in the third biggest bedroom, not the smallest because there isn't really a small bedroom in this house, there is the last member of our illustrious party. And Emma, could you please tell us about your character? Hi, uh, my character is Amber Wilson. And there's a rumor in the house that she just doesn't sleep because you never would see her sleep. 
at this point in the morning, she's in the closet playing a Game Boy already, just like awake, not dressed or anything, just like sitting in the closet where there's a little light and like a comfy beanbag chair playing Game Boy, just vibing. Um, under the surface, there would be the awareness of what today is, uh, but for her, she acts like that's just part of her everyday darkness. It's just another day. Things have been dark for a while, whatever. Okay, and what does Amber look like? Okay, so Amber is like real, real skinny, tall for a fifth grader, like about adult height, but like dirty blonde hair, never brushed fully well, like her clothes are always like a little stained, like they have nice clothes obviously because they're like a wealthier house in town, but she just does not care or have any awareness about that kind of stuff. And now that our mom's not around, it just, she just gets away with not, like, putting stain remover on clothes or brushing her hair fully in the morning or any of that, because dad doesn't care that much. He doesn't have the energy to care. Sid doesn't care. Amber doesn't care. Okay, and how do the two Wilson siblings start their morning? Like, how does, how does their normal morning go when their dad is, like, not really there? So just bangs on Amber's door and is like, Brat, wake up! Hey, I'm already awake! Well then get up, we gotta get ready for school. Okay. Put the Game Boy down, put it in your bag. Let's go make, you want, what do you want for breakfast? Probably just eat some cereal, I don't care. Okay, I'm making toast and you're gonna be happy with it. I want toast. If you want cereal, make your own cereal. Poor cereal. I'm in the fifth grade. I'm not a child. Yeah, you are. Or ten. That's basically like four. I'm not ten. You've been saying I'm ten for like two years. Get it together. I'm not ten anymore, Sid. Say ten, eleven, four. It's all the same. Let's go. I'm ready to get this day over with. The sooner we start, the sooner we can be done with it. Fine. So, the two of you go downstairs, you make your separate breakfast, Sid makes her toast, and Amber pours herself a bowl of cereal, um, and you quickly scarf it down before you head outside and get into Sid's car, which is, what kind of car is it again, Sid? Uh, it's a 1997 uh, station wagon, I forgot what... <laughs> the make was it's just a station wagon it's uh not the nicest of cars but it was Sid's dad's it was Brian's car before uh, and then when he got his promotion he got himself a nicer car and then gave Sid the station wagon it's been in the family for a couple years um it's covered with bumper stickers in the back as soon as Sid got the car she's had the car only about two months now uh, as soon as she got it bumper stickers all over it and yeah it's got a little uh just filled in the back like the back part of the thing is just filled with stuff there's like everything that Sid would need there's like a couple of sleeping bags in there there's a net some rope uh, a bat a crowbar a spare tire and that's about it yeah I think that's and do the two of you, like, obviously you're driving, but Amber, do you sit in the front seat or do you sit in the back or? I sit in the front seat. 
You sit in the front seat. Okay. I make her sit in the front seat because I'm not her chauffeur. <laughs> okay. well, I mean, I am, but like, I'm not her like taxi server. She has to sit in the front seat. Sid, Sid, I got this Game Boy car charger. Can I plug it in? I no. want to charge. I want to charge my Game Boy. I'm no. It's cool. My no. game. My Game Boy. It'll run the battery down. Battery. The battery. The car. Fine. You want to walk? Better than dealing with you. Then get out and walk, and I'll drive my own self to school. Yeah, It'd yeah, be a much better drive without you here. Nice and peaceful. Dad would kill both of us, and you know it. Just I miss go. the peace. Let's just go. Okay, so you start driving. Um, you you guys live in the middle of town, but um, your school is kind of like on the north side of town. Um, you do have to drive through... Um, a couple of like little neighborhoods and you do have to drive past like the one like main street ish area that you guys have. Uh, you pass like the big wiggly, the uh, waffle house, which the sign just says Waho because like all the letters have gone out. And as you're driving, uh, you notice that it's like really kind of foggy on the side of town. And as you go to like turn like up the music um, or turn it down, whichever one you see out of your, your peripheral vision, a deer in the road. Roll me a flight, roll me your flight difficulty of seven. And has Amber seen the deer? What are you doing if you have seen the deer? No, I'm playing Game Boy and making myself carsick. Eight. Perfect. Uh, You see the deer just in time and you swerve out of the way, your tire squealing. You like try and go around it. Um, and give me a brains difficulty of nine. Eight. Okay, you have adversity tokens. Would you like to use one to? Would you like to use one to like make the the goal? Sure. <laughs> so as you drive past it, the deer uh, it had just been like standing in the middle of the road, and it looks up, and it looks at first like it has four eyes instead of the normal set of two. But you blink and it goes back to normal. And uh, as you like swear around it, you're looking at it out of like your rearview mirror. Um, and the deer stands there for a second before it like slowly trots off to the side of the road and disappears into the woods. Sid is just like gripping the steering wheel with like white knuckles. Like I knew something was going on in this town. Dude, <laughs> are you trying to kill me? What was that? There was a deer in the road. Didn't you see it? Well. Yeah, but why couldn't you just stop? I don't understand. What that just the seatbelt? It really hurt my neck. What are you doing? It would have hurt worse if I would have slammed on the brake. Maybe I should have. Then your head would have banged into the thing, and you would have shut up for once in your life. You would have shut up for once in your life. I'm Sydney. I wish I was an only child. <laughs> I want to go back to being five when I was. <laughs> and with that, um, you continue on your drive until you pull into your parking spot at uh, the school. Milburn Springs School, it doesn't have like a specific elementary, middle, or high school because it is just the one school in the town. Uh, there are certain wings of the building for each of the grades. There's one for like kindergarten through third grade, and then fourth through seventh, and then eighth through twelfth. And you, the two of you split off and you go to your separate classes. Sid, you walk into yours, and there are a couple kids, like, throwing, like, paper wads, like, back and forth at each other. Um, the teacher hasn't gotten there yet, but you can see her coffee cup 
um, sitting and steaming on the table, which means you know that she's there. And the only seat in the class is behind Jason. Ugh. What do you do? I don't sit in it. I'll sit there, I guess. I'm not happy about it. Can I look around and see where Charlie's at? Yeah, of course. Um, give me a brains difficulty of four. Seven. <laughs> Great, perfect. Um, you look around and you see um Charlie, your best friend, is on uh about three rows over from you and talking to um, one of the guys on one of the sports teams, you're not sure which team he's on and which guy it is, because after a while, to you, they all look kind of exactly the same. And she, she's, it looks like she's, like, giggling a lot and, like, blinking her eyes really quickly and, like, playing with her hair as this guy is just, like, leaning on his desk, like, sitting up on it and, like, leaning on it and, like, looking like he's, like, kind of trying to schmooze at her. That's the word, right? Schmooze? Okay, schmooze. Yeah. Uh, Sid just goes like, ugh, and just goes sit by Jason. He's like, what's up, Hot Rod? Uh, <laughs> Always the great conversationalist. <laughs> okay, and then we go to the second wing of the school, to the other of our classrooms. Um, Amber, you walk inside, and it's... Kind of a little more rowdier, surprisingly, than um, the higher inside of the building. Kids are, instead of like just throwing paper wads at each other, they're just like kind of yelling really loudly and jeering. Um, and on the board, like on the chalkboard at the front of the class, because you guys haven't updated to dry erase boards yet, it says field trip countdown one more day. And you see like the eraser marks from where like it's counted down from like 20 days to like keep going down and there are a few seats um in your classroom there's one like in the front right in front of the teacher's desk and there's one in the very back next to hump Amber would like to sit under the table in the back of the classroom just like one of those weird little reading tables just under the table not at the desk if the teacher is gonna let it fly even a little bit. The teacher will not. I can tell you that right now. He will not Have like I that. Have I tried fight. this before? Yes. A million yeah. times. Like, almost every single day that you've come in, you've tried to, like, sit under the table. And every single time, he, he'll walk in. He'll walk to the back of the room and, like, knock on the top of the table. Be like, Miss Wilson, please sit in a desk. I have, like, a little bit less energy today. So, anticipating that moment, I'll just go sit next to him. <laughs> Is this teacher charmable? Charmable? Uh, I mean, yeah. It's, um, Mr. Mr. Rogers is the teacher's name. He's, um, kind of like a middle-aged dude who, um, wears funky pattern sweater vests, um, with a bolo tie for some reason instead of, like, a bow tie or something. Great neighbor. Yeah, absolutely perfect neighbor. He is a <laughs> lovely neighbor, and he loves having lovely neighbors. So you um, could say his class is like a wonderful neighborhood. Oh, without a doubt. Like Everybody a is each days. other's neighbors. Um, you all live in like a lovely little neighborhood. Everybody gets along. He very much fosters um, togetherness and community within his classroom. Does he have puppets? You bet he does. Yeah. Fish? Yeah, he does. He has a... a 
a set of like marionette puppets like along the back because he used to be a professional puppeteer in like a children's theater like out west and um he does have a fish in a tank uh its name is gilbo uh because a class about five years ago named it um it's actually gilbo the sixth but none of the kids really realize it's all just the same gilbo is it gilbo gavin's no, it's just Gilbo. <laughs> Not Gilbo Gavins. <laughs> just checking. I want to try to charm the teacher to let Amber sit under the desk. Okay, give me a charm roll difficulty of 12. 13. 13, <laughs> wow. Okay, so he walks in his usual. He's like looking under the table, like expecting to see Amber there, but she's not. And he, you see him like sigh for a second like in relief and then what do you say to him to charm him teacher teacher can amber sit under the desk today why should amber sit under the desk today we've got one day until the till the field trip where she has to come out well i was just planning to watch a movie for the first half of the day so yes miss wilson you may sit under the table for the first two hours of the day and then you will come out and do your reading assignment. Yes, Mr. Rogers. Absolutely, Mr. Rogers. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> he sighs and, like, rubs his forehead and, like, kind of reconsiders his life for a bit before he goes up to the front and, like, turns on... What cartoon movies came out in 2003? Hold up. Hold up. Well, like two years that. after Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. Iron Giant. I'm fully... Well, it's like an educational movie, not... <laughs> we definitely were watching Still Magic School Bus. And yeah, Magic School Yes. Okay. Ghost Rider? That yeah, was weird. Ghost Rider. Wishbone. He puts no. on Wishbone. It doesn't matter because I'm just <laughs> spreading out my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Cyber Chase. Now. No. Liberty's <laughs> Kids. No, he's gonna um, pop in like a VHS collection of Wishbone and the the kids sit and watch it. Um, I can't believe I just had to Google 2003 cartoon movies. Should have been <laughs> Near the end, of, is there, well, is there anything that you guys would like to do before your school day or like right at the end of your school day? Anybody you want to specifically talk to? Anything that you would like want to happen while you're at school? Conversations you want to have? I want to talk to Charlie. Okay. When do you talk to Charlie? Uh, whenever I get the chance, I want to say what was up with her and sports, dude. Okay. Um, it's, it's probably lunchtime by then. Um, because you guys have been in class all day and you don't really, like, change seats in between as, like, the teachers, like, rotate around. And you walk into the lunchroom, get your tray of whatever cardboard pizza and, like, little tiny milk carton that they have. Is it square pizza? Yes, it's square pizza with like the really like teeny tiny bacon bit like pepperonis. Hell yeah. And like only have as much cheese as there like actually needs to be on a pizza to make it a pizza. Mm -hmm. That's the good stuff. Exactly. And you look around um, the kind of crowded cafeteria because um, all of the upper years take lunch at the same time. And you see Charlie sitting, not really by herself, but like kind of at the end of the popular kids table not like she's sitting with them but like she's leaning towards them like trying to butt her way into the conversation mm -hmm. 
I go sit down beside her. Oh, hey, Sid. How are you today? I'm okay. What are you doing over here? Not at the usual table. Oh, you know, I was just talking to Ben earlier, and he invited me to sit over here. Um, we were talking about, like, studying together for our history test. And, yeah, I wanted to try and sit and hang out with him and his friends for a little bit. I fully expected you to see me. I didn't, like, want to, like, leave you in a lurch or anything. I, I, I know that today's, like, a rough day and I didn't want to make anything harder on you. But also I know how you get and how you kind of want to, like, sit by yourself sometimes. So, and she just, like, continues to rattle on and on and on. I'm going to bend to help you study for history. Isn't he flunking history? Is that is that the one that's flunking history? Is that one of the other ones? Charlie let out a loud, like, <laughs> kind of laugh. And then, like, glances <laughs> over at, like, the popular kids to see if they, like, look over at her. Uh, and they don't. Uh, before she goes, um, no, Ben has a C in history. David is the one that's failing. Oh, okay. They're all the same person to me. I mean, they all have their differences. Um... Ben is, like, really tall, and his hair is blonde, and David is, like, still as tall, and he's a little beefier, and he's, like, not smart, and, like, Jason, Jason's there, he plays a bunch of sports, I saw him reading a book earlier, most of them don't really do that. Well, Jason's the exception, he works at the bookstore with me, he's, like, semi-cool, don't ever tell him that I said that, or I will kill you, but out of the jocks, he's the coolest one. She, um goes to laugh but stops herself for a second and like zips her lips shut and like minds throwing away a key she says secret safe with me sid thanks she looks over to see jason in the lunchroom sitting by himself he's got his cd player in his uh hoodie pocket and he's got his headphones on he's listening to black sabbath or something <laughs> and he's like <laughs> eating a uh a peanut butter and banana sandwich that he packed. He he always brings three peanut butter banana sandwiches to school, one of which he eats at lunch. When does he eat the other two? Whenever. Exactly. He eats them at 9 a.m., uh, 11 a.m., and then at lunch. And plus, he has like a regular lunch on top of that. Okay, cool. Um, Carbo lunch. Yeah. Like a cafeteria lunch? Yeah, he has a cafeteria lunch. He already ate that by the time that we saw him. Exactly. (laughs) All I want to know is if we're having square pizza today. Yeah, we already talked about square pizza. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you missed it. We had square pizza and tiny little pepperonis and not enough cheese. I I was still fantasizing about square pizza and I thought I made it up. Good old square pizza. Great. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, motions over at Jason and says, look, yeah, he's he's right over there. Do you want to go, like, try and talk to him, maybe? I mean, I know you two, like, have work, like, later today, like, late tonight. Um, is there anything that you want to, like, go? And she, like, elbows you. Since he's your, you know, the most tolerable jock. And she's, like, making a lot of, like, awful winky faces. I don't... I'm gross. You look at my <laughs> peanut butter smeared face <laughs> from across and you gag a little bit. I, I know. <laughs> we've been friends for like, since like second grade, Charlie. I know what you're trying to do. I don't have a crust. A crust? <laughs> I don't have a crust. 
He's a, he's a crusty fellow. I don't have crust, a crush on Jason. Ugh. She's gonna look at you and she's gonna like, kind of like narrow her eyes and go like, mm-hmm, sure, sure. And then just gonna like, go in and talk to you about like the class so far because usually you two like sit sit near each other so you can like easily pass notes back and forth, but today she like sat away from you. So you just like talk and like update each other. Um, and then comes uh, the end of the day as everything's ending, like all the students are leaving, the big kids are like getting into their cars and like the littler kids are like either getting picked up by their parents or like waiting for the bus. Um, Jason, you said that your dad drove you today. Is he driving you home or are you catching the bus back? I, Josh drives me home. Okay. I just have my, I only have my uh, learner's permit. That's when my dad drove me. I have a, I have my, my Bronco, but I only have my learner's permit, and since I leave so early, I'm really not supposed to be driving, so my dad just takes me. Okay. Um, and you work, like, later, like, kind of, like, five to, like, whatever time the store closes, because you guys are minors and still in school, and there are labor laws, which means you can't work uh, multiple hours on school night. I know now in Tennessee, the cutoff time is you have to be leaving by 10 or your parents can sign a form that you're allowed to stay later mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. long as you're at least 16 i think many minors can't yeah i think they come to work till like seven or eight maybe like basically when the sun sets is when they have to go home yeah pretty much so josh drives you home he's like he's not the best driver because he did also just get his license like a few weeks ago um but he is like the first one out of like your little group of like sports buddies and like especially like out of um the J squad yeah. to get his car and uh, you're sitting in the front seat and Joe like at the last minute like throws open the back passenger door and like throws himself in as well and he yells J squad let's go to subway oh and I I'm imagining Josh Josh has a, a flat top haircut of course he has red hair very yes. red hair he's got freckles and acne and he's got a, a round face, and uh, he's very stocky. And he wears like a, a like a green Letterman jacket that's not from the school, just a Letterman jacket from somewhere, <laughs> like his dad's or somebody's. And uh, Joe is like tall and skinny, and has a uh, black semi curly hair. He's got a little crusty mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him in my head. Maybe I have a crush on the crusty mustache boy. <laughs> Gag. Jason. Jason? No. Maybe he does. Teenage but yeah, so. Crusty mustaches. Crustaches. No. Crustaches, yeah. So at Joe's, like, righteous cheering, um, Josh also, like, turns into, che- turns into cheering. He's like, Let's go to Subway! So he, like, peels out of the parking lot and, like... Was the $5 footlong promotion in effect? Honestly? I want to know if I can... I want to know if I can reasonably chant $5 footlong. Jared Jared Fogle's in his prime right now. Yeah, we love Jared Fogle. No! Completely... The $5 footlong started in 2004. No! How much were footlongs in 2003? I don't know. If they were less than $5, that would be funny. They're usually just six dollars. It was like literally just oh, knocked a dollar off of it. It was a six dollar foot long anyway. Six dollar foot long. <laughs> <laughs> we chant as we drive to subway. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And 
like on the way home and like trying to do things is there anything that like anybody would specifically like to do uh, i assume the two sisters are like riding in their car do yeah. we do we work today yes you do work but it's like not until later okay. like you what have time like, do we go in like, like five ish five. okay sid's gonna drive by where she saw the deer earlier like really slowly and it's just gonna be like looking around to see if there's anything else weird is it still like really foggy over this area no it's uh a 245 so like all the fog has like disappeared and like the sun's kind of shining even though it's like kind of like a dreary like kind of november-ish day um you do see your skid marks from earlier this morning like going marks huh the sid marks shut up you see your skid marks like from the opposite side as you drive through um but you don't see any sign of the deer is just just a random thing. So it's always rubbernecking at nothing. I'm just making sure the deer wasn't here. Was the deer okay? I didn't hit it. Did you send the deer in the shadow realm? Sure. I knew it. It's real. And you'll and I'll send you there too if you don't shut up. You know that means I'll die, right? The shadow realm's just death, Sid. Can I have some peace? Telling Daddy threatened to kill me. Do it. I will. If he ever gets back from the mill. When will my father, when will my lover do more? He's just at work and he's fine. He's always at the mill, man. I swear, if dad disappears today on the anniversary of mom disappearing, I'm moving far away from here. This is too much. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sure mom disappeared. I want to wander the town. You just want to wander the town? I want to wander the town. As a little 12 year old, just. As a little 12 year old with my backpack and Princess Charm in hand, I want to wander the town. (laughs) Okay, where where does uh, Hump want to go? Like, does he want to do anything specific? Like, where. Do you have a pawn shop? Yeah, you definitely have a pawn shop. Um, Hump wants to go to the pawn shop. Okay. Um, So the school isn't, like, super that far away from, like, the kind of, like, the, the part. Like, there's the main street of town with all the, like, main like local businesses and like a couple of like fast food restaurants and there's like one street over it's like not like the shady side but it's the shady side of town even though it's like one street over from like a regular one or the pawn shop yes i want to stop at a puddle and wash the charm okay yeah um you uh (laughs) yeah sure Um, you find just, like, a puddle, like, up against, uh, the side of a building from, like, a hose that's dripping from, like, someone who, like, watered plants, like, on the building or something, like, a decoration, um, and you bend down and you just wash the charm off and you see it starts to, like, super, be super shiny and you notice that it does, in fact, like, the little pink gem sits on it, they, like, actually, like, shine really pretty and have, like, a little, like, weird little glitter reflection in them. You continue your way to the pawn shop, it's called, uh, Jim Bob's Pawn. Um, it's like a small squat, like kind of green building. Um, and the sides of it are made of like the weird sheet metal. Um, and it's got like the bar gates on the windows. Um, but there's also like 18 different neon signs that say open, sell now, buy now, pay later. And like a bunch of other different things. And you go in, um, it's completely empty of people because it's 2:45. So you walk into the pawn shop on a Monday at 2.45 p.m. It's completely devoid of people. Um, There's like a haze in the air of like cigarette smoke because it's before they outlawed smoking inside buildings. 
There's a ton of, I mean, it probably to you looks like really cool stuff, but in actuality it's just a bunch of junk, like uh, dented instruments and like old tool sets that are like not complete. Um, and at the main counter, Jim Bob himself, a like man in his like mid to late fifties, um, big and like fat and like a grouchy, like kind of like scrunched up face, kind of like a pug and like a long, his hair, like the top of his head is balding, but it comes into like a really thin rat tail ponytail. Oh. <laughs> I trust this man with my life. <laughs> And uh, he looks up from, like, flipping through, like, some kind of magazine, and then he slams it shut really quickly and shoves it under the counter real quick as soon as he notices it's you. And he says, Hump boy! How are you, man? How's it going? Oh, I'm good. I found this rock. And I put my little charm on the counter. A rock? Kid. This ain't no rock. This is... And then he picks it up, and he, like reaches under the counter and pulls out, like, uh, a really fancy, like, teeny tiny microscope, or, um... Little gem scope thingy. Yeah. yeah. And he, like, puts it up to his eye and, like, looks at, and then, like, sees other jewels. He said, this looks like a girl's charm bracelet charm. Um, probably you could get this at Claire's, like, a couple towns over. Where did you find this, kid? Did you... You didn't take this from anybody, did you? No, I found it in the bushes. You found it in the bushes. Yeah. Next to my puddle of vomit. Did you find it after you vomited in it, or...? During. And you see him, like, nod, and he, like, lets out a sigh before this. Good on you, kid. Uh, what, what exactly do you want to do with this little princess charm? I don't know. You think it's worth anything? I mean... No, nah, not really, because the chain here, like, and he shows you, um, like, where it would connect uh, to, like, the actual bracelet. So this is kind of broken, um, and I don't have the tools here to fix it, um, so it's not, like, really worth anything. I don't think I could sell it as, like, a charm by itself. If you had the whole bracelet, mine, like, the bracelet itself, and, like, a few other charms, I could maybe give you, like, $5 for it, but, like, one charm that's, like, kind of broken, um... And you said you found this in vomit? Mm-hmm. It's really clean for that. Oh, yeah, I cleaned it. Oh, great. Thanks for that. I'm glad you didn't hand me something covered in vomit. Again. I did think about it. Of course you did. Of course you did, kid. Um, but, yeah, and then he hands it back to you. He says, I, I don't think I can do anything with this, son. I'm sorry about it. That's all right. I just wanted to check. Of course, never... There is no harm in asking. Um, is there anything that I, anything else that I can do for you today? I know that today's kind of like a, a, a touchy subject with your old man. He came by earlier and like picked up my trash. Um, yeah, about uh, your your mom. How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. She's making soap commercials in Hollywood. Soap commercials? Yeah, we're dove. Is she now? Huh. Okay, um, well, I will definitely keep my eye out for on the TV. Um, is there anywhere that you need to be? Like, I know your dad's probably finished with his route by now if you want to, if you are on your way home. It looked like you missed the bus because you walked here after school through town at 2.45 on a Monday. 
Yeah, you know, I just like to walk. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. You might feel around the store. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, take your time. You know, if you have any questions, let me know. Um, I'll just be up here. And he reaches under and he pulls out a magazine that is not the magazine that he was looking at earlier. A completely different one. Before he starts, like, flipping through pulls it. Pulls out a copy of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a thumbs up and I, I want to wander around this pawn shop. Okay. Um, I just want to look for the cheapest thing in this pawn shop. Okay. Um, give me a... Fight, fight, brains, brawn, grit, charm. Um, uh, fine. Roll me a brains difficulty of five. Five. Five, perfect. You look around, you, you spend like probably 20 minutes just moving from shelf to shelf, like not touching anything because Jim Bob has yelled at you for touching things before in the past a few times, so you like know not to do that. And you find like kind of like nestled on a shelf is you see it's um small and flat and silver um it's got like a, a couple of holes in it like you would blow in it uh, it looks like a really like flattened version of like a whistle that like the gym teacher uses and it's got like a tiny price tag on it of like a dollar 25 in like the kind of like junk area of the store i want to bring it to jim bob okay. ask him what it is ah uh, well best i can see son that's a whistle um, it's not like a normal whistle though, instead of like being like the loud, like whistle sound, like a coach or like you could buy at a store. It's like really high pitched. Um, I blew it once and, uh, the neighbor's dog, um, he got real upset about it. He was like constantly barking. Haggle. Jim Bob, <laughs> can I trade you my, my charm for this whistle? He, uh, looks down at you and, like, looks at the little whistle and then he, like, looks at the little charm and he nods and he says, you know, huh, that's a good plan. And then you, you trade the whistle and the little charm. Jim Bob, you're the best. So are you, kid. You have a good day, okay? Uh, say hi to your pops for me, okay? I will. You too. Enjoy your magazine. Great. Perfect. I will. As soon as you're not here. And uh, you walk out and you make your way across town to go home. Blow this whistle as hard as I can. As soon as you walk in the door, you blow the whistle. And um, there's a lady like walking her dog across the street and it like starts fighting the leash to like, as attack it starts barking you. and like trying <laughs> to attack. Um, and then there's another dog like a few doors down, like that's like sitting in a cage, uh, like a big, like kind of like Rottweiler kind of looking thing. And it's, you can hear it growling and like bumping against the cage wall from the, the loud whistle. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's time for like the end of the day. Um, it's almost time for you to go to work. You, the the J Squad have been like honestly kind of terrorizing the subway as like you know teenage boys kind of do, um, constantly asking for refills. And trying to like There's bark. There's a 20 year old girl there who we all think is really hot. Yeah, and you so try and like, like flirt with her to get a cookie. And yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work because. I'm too embarrassed to say anything. But, <laughs> but the other two are like hardcore two, right, at it. Yeah. Being obnoxious. Yeah. It's the end of the day before you have to go to work, and Josh drops you off at your house and you walk in, and 
it's not like as bright as it usually is like this time of day the lights are like kind of dim um it's like the uh, living room light just your mom never turned it on that morning and usually like on her days off she'll like clean a bit and like go ahead and like meal prep for the week because she's super into that especially because you and uh, your dad are like super like hardcore athletes but it doesn't smell like the cherry blossom candle that she always lights instead you walk in and you see your dad sitting like in his lazy boy with like all the lights off and he's just like rocking back and forth in his chair oh dear what do you do say hey dad what's up i'm home from school he says uh he looks up because he like didn't notice you come in and um he said jason jason have you have you seen your mother no dad i was just I was hanging out with the guys. I went to Subway, like I usually do. We just, I no, I I haven't seen her. So you haven't seen her at all. No, not since this morning. What What's wrong, Dad? What's going on? She, you know how on Mondays she usually like, like talks to her lady friends, doing whatever the ladies do. Yeah, they um, play mahjong. Yeah, she um she didn't show up today. And I asked around and nobody else has seen her. Um, so I was wondering if like maybe you had seen her, like maybe she told you she was going somewhere. Dad, you're worrying me. You really haven't seen mom? No, not since this morning, son. Jeez. Well, what should we do? Uh, I mean, it, you gotta, there's like some kind of, you have to wait before you can report it. Um, hopefully she'll show back up later tonight, but I'm not, I don't know. She didn't tell me she was going anywhere and she usually almost always does. She didn't leave a note, not one that I could find. I don't know, kid. I don't. Well, I gotta go to work. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna go to work tonight, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it, it should be, it should be fine. Uh, you, you go to work. Um, I'll wait here. I'll keep calling around, see if I can find her. Um, just be careful, all right? Yeah, okay. Let, let me know. Call the, call the bookstore if you find her. If you hear from her. Of course, of course. Uh, definitely. And he, you grab your apron and you leave. And as you walk out, you see him, like, still sitting in the chair, walking back and forth. But now he's, like, got his head in his hand. He's, like, looking at the telephone, like, as if waiting for it to ring. And that is where we're going to end. Ooh, I'm... I'm still sad. Yeah, yeah with her, Ugh. with the way she was acting I this morning, so I was like... <laughs> I know, I was worried. I was worried for the safety of Jason's poor mother. Sweet Marianne. We're the new mom squad, guys. Hey, that's, her, that's her group name. That's our group name. <laughs> well, mom's still alive. She's just in Hollywood. Yeah, and you don't know where Marianne is yet. Yeah. She could, she could come home. She might have just been like... Throwing a bender, like, out of town. She's doing yeah. some commercials for Dove. <laughs> <laughs> she plays bingo. Our moms were dead. We just, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. I, um, said, I, I said before she plays bingo sometimes. So, like, I probably would, like, go to work and then start just, like, reassuring myself. Like, she probably just got caught up and did bingo or something. Yeah. She decided to do bingo on a weird day. <laughs> And she got caught up. <laughs> well, we can talk about that yeah. next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Stay tuned for more of Project Milburn. I am Shelly, and I am your GM, and I have... Atlas, and I'm Sydney. Sid. I'm Cameron. I'm Jason. I'm Emma, and I'm Amber. I'm Robert, and I'm Humphrey. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time.